Yo, what's good, y'all? Welcome back to J and J. Got Julian here. What's up, bro? Not much, bro. How you been? You been safe? Uh, I'm trying. You know, things are crazy out there, and that's obviously where we're gonna start real quick. So we obviously know what happened to George Floyd, and you know, rest in peace to him. And just condolences and prayers to go out to his family. And uh, I don't know, man. This is a shitty time we're living in, and. I know this isn't the first, and it's not going to be the last, but just wanted to get your thoughts on what's going on and things like that. So, Yeah, unfortunately, you know, like, sports is a blessing to have in this world. Uh, sports keeps us, keeps our mind off of things, but, you know, sometimes there are big, there are always bigger issues in sports in this world, just like the virus, but this George Floyd thing, man, it's just some serious shit, and it's, it's like kind of relieving to see people speaking up more and taking more actions and not being afraid of what can happen to them after. So, you know, I support the movement. Um, I will be donating to George Floyd and his uh, funeral and stuff in the GoFundMe account. Um, unfortunately, I can't be, or I'm not there to support the protest in Denver. Um, but I am supporting um, from down here in Texas, but. You know, I just hope everybody's safe, at the very least, you know. Um, it is dangerous times and shit, so, you know, hopefully everything turns out to be okay, and hopefully does this doesn't spark a change in this country. Right, and, you know, my opinion is, you know, I don't, I don't support the looting that's going on, but at the same time, we can't tell people how to react to things like this, and, you know, this is a time and, where... All of us really have to come together and just, you know, become one. I know, the, you know, Corona's going on and, you know, a lot of politics and things like that. But, like, I just think, especially with the time we're going through right now, like, we just got to support one another, you know, donating, peaceful protesting, you know, just have our voices heard. And like you said, I'm just happy that people are voicing their opinions and, you know, just having a voice, which not many people have and not many people have the confidence to say how they feel and i just feel like this time it's different and a lot more people are speaking out and a lot more people are supporting and they understand the grad the magnitude of what's going on and we just need to put it into the racism and the the bullies that are in the badges so i don't condone you know like the all the writing like i said or the the looting and all that and you know Obviously, the cops as well doing... Sh I mean, there's a bunch of shitty cops out there. I don't know if you've seen Atlanta, what's going on over there. Where they, they take yeah, I've seen it all over, all over there. And, you know, obviously, the, what happened in Louisville with the nurse where they shot the wrong girl. Like, that's ridiculous. And I'm just... I don't know, man. I'm just speechless, like I said. Like, I, I don't... That's why I'm kind of fumbling on my words. I don't really know what to say with this. Like, I just feel like it happens too much and... Like, we're becoming numb to it at this point, which is unfortunate, but we just gotta stick through and fight through this and, you know, just help one another and support one another. And, like I said, rest in peace and prayers and condolences that's being affected by this personally. Yeah, I'm just, I just, I, you know, I'm, I'm glad to see people are more, are like, fearless to speak up now. And, you know, I feel like a lot of people had a voice, but were too afraid for the, of the repercussions and, to see people are actually starting to speak up and you know coming together right and you know i'll, I'll never wouldn't I, I mean personally we'll never understand like the you know the struggle that african-americans go through but you know we see what's going on and 
you know we like i said well we're, we're gonna support as much as we can you know what i mean so you know just stay safe everybody just be careful what's going on and just you know peace protest peacefully and watch out for these cops because these fools are assholes so <laughs> we'll just leave it there and you know like like Julian said, we're gonna donate and things like that. I mean, he's gonna donate, and obviously, I want to. You know, I don't know which one I'm gonna donate to, but we'll, you know, we'll we'll figure that out. But so today's episode, we'll leave it there. And you know, if anybody wants to comment, let us know what's their thoughts on it. You know, y'all y'all can always do that. So today's episode, obviously, with the last dance just happening, uh, we wanted to talk about Michael Jordan and his retirement, and things like that. Like, what if he didn't retire and some conspiracy theories, so I'm gonna let Julian go ahead and start this off. Yeah, Jordan never retiring in the nineties, man. You know, there's those conspiracies. Everyone knows about them, I'm sure. His gambling thing, you know, his dad being involved, all this bullshit, but we're not really gonna get focused on that. We're just gonna focus as to what if he didn't retire? You know, what if he became what if he continued to be the good kid he was when he came into the league, avoiding that cocaine shit and all that stuff. Um but yeah, my first my first thing is uh just um let's get straight to it. The first thing I would say is I don't I people a lot a lot of people like to say that Jordan would have had eight uh championships if he didn't retire those two years. I actually disagree. I don't think he would have won those eight eight straight titles. Because a lot of people don't understand that, you know, um LeBron is doing this right now. He he went to eight straight finals, right? Am, am I correct? This yeah. past uh, decade, eight or nine. Yeah, um, it takes a toll on your body, man. And you know, I respect LeBron for still playing seventeen years into this league and going to a street finals. Um, so for Jordan, like he he looked like he was drained. That team looked drained after the third one, uh, after the first three peaks. So um, I don't think they would have won eight straight. You know, the teams were getting better. The Rockets were on the come up at the time. So I personally believe the Rockets would have beat them. Right. Um, at least the first year, in in my opinion, I don't know about the second year, but I knew I know Jordan would have definitely lost to those Rockets the first year. Um, yeah. But yeah, like the kid, the Knicks gave him a challenge the year, the last year before MJ retired. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they took him to seven games, I believe, or six, six games, seven, something, like that. something like that. Yeah. So the Knicks were doing good too, and they made the finals the year after, I believe, against the Rockets. So they were doing good. They were like in their prime. Uh, we can't forget the Magic were on the come up with Shaq. Like the East was getting a little tougher, and for Jordan and the Bulls, like they were dominated, but they were they were getting fatigued. And you can tell, and after that three P. So I don't know. What are, what are your thoughts? You yeah. think he, he would have won eight? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. I, I think I forgot what Rocket player said. I think it was Ori or Sam Cassell. One of them said. Well, like did did everybody forget the Rockets were so like they just came out of nowhere in a way like with Akeem Olajuwon and things like that and I think they could have won uh which what year was it ninety five I think the the second year the the Rockets won I think they would have won that one but that first year I I think the Rockets would have beat them uh yeah I mean I think if you think both times that he retired which the second one wasn't his fault that's all Jerry Krause's fault like the I don't know why he was so adamant at rebuilding, but I feel like if they would have stuck together, you know, if he didn't retire the first time, which who knows if it was because of his gambling, like if they suspended him or not, but um, 97, or 99, when the Spurs won it, if they would have kept the team together, 
I, and then that was a lockout year, so Jordan and Pippen and all them would have got a re- more rest, and I think they would have been able to take down the Spurs, if I'm being honest. But ooh, on in '98, uh, '99, because that was the '98. Oh, '98, they beat the Jazz, and that was it. Oh, that's right. But, that's right. Um, yeah, I think they could have beat the Spurs if they would have stuck together, but. Uh, Jerry Krause wanted to be the star, and you know he he was very adamant on I made this team, not Jordan. So that's that's kind of what he gets. Like he ruined the Bulls' legacy because of it. Um, I I actually want to touch that on real quick. I yes, everyone blames Jerry Krause, but I also blame the owner. I forgot his name, Jerry. Uh... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, him too. Because I don't know why he gave Krause so much power. I don't understand that. Well, the thing is, I think it's both of them because the owner. Obviously, when you have a lot of success in a team, the players are going to want to get paid. Like, right. this is why you don't see, like, in the football, in the NFL, this is why you don't see, like, numerous teams come back to the Super Bowl, like, like, unless, like, you're the Belichick and the Patriots. But, like, once teams become champions, players want to get paid. Like, they're at the top of the mountain. They believe they can get, like, all this money. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the owner of the Bulls, they don't want to pay Pippen anymore or Jordan. Or, you know, Kukoc, Harper, Rodman, like, the man was cheap. Just like every other owner in this league or in this in the sports world, like, all the owners are cheap. And I feel like it was him using Jerry Krause as his, like, right-hand man to, like, diminish this roster and, like, just go back to saving money. Um, not necessarily rebuild, rebuild, but, like, just get rid of a couple pieces couple, and replace them with cheaper uh, players, you know? Like, Belichick does this every year if... If, I know you know the Patriots very well, right. and Belichick never really pays his players. Like I find it odd that he's been paying like that he paid Gilmore, and you know like recently and stuff. But like Belichick always finds a way to find replacements, and that's what the owner want to do from a financial perspective, in my opinion. But, but I don't know what you take on that. Yeah, I can see. You know, I forget his name. I look it up right now, but um, I can see him kind of using Krause as like a scapegoat and. So it looks like it's all Krause's fault. I, I could see that, but either way, whoever's fault it was, it shouldn't have happened. Like Jerry Reinsdorf, there you go. But uh, yeah, ego just played a big factor. Whether it was Krause or Reinsdorf, either way, those two just overthought it. They had the squad to, you know, go four peat. They could have four peated honestly, and we would have never seen that again. And just. It's ridiculous that this team got broken up twice. Like I said, you know, Jordan retired. Was who knows what really happened? But um, you know, they were kicking Scottie Pippen out the door for years. Like Pippen didn't want to play for them anymore. That's why he was so adamant on holding out for his surgery because I want to enjoy my time. Like fuck you guys in a way. And I know Jordan was pissed about it, but like you have to understand, like these dudes underpaid one of the 50 greatest players in the 90s, you know what I mean? Like, Scottie Pippen was, you know, Robin to Michael Jordan's Batman, but, like, he was still a good defensive player. And, and you know, the year they got eliminated, I think it was 94 when the Knicks went to the finals, they were a bad call away from going to the finals too. Like, that was a good team, even without Jordan. So the fact that they underpaid him twice, like, they, they, they didn't necessarily make him, you know, they didn't have a gun to his head, but, like, you know, GMs and owners and all that, like, they're very manipulative with players. Like, you know, they probably told him a bunch of stuff that was a bunch of BS, and it obviously was. And then 
once Jordan retired, you saw Scottie Pippen got the bag with the Rockets, but like, you know, it never worked out for him again. So, I don't know, man. It worked out for him in Portland, which was crazy. Yeah, and they almost made it to the finals that year with Rashid and all them. So, that would have been crazy, but I'm just saying, like, we never saw, like, Scottie Pippen at the height of his powers and all that, like, again. That's true, and a lot of people like to counter-argue your statement right now with, like, all the Bulls like made it far with without Jordan the first year. Like it's true, and then they say, "Oh, well, with Jordan on the team, he definitely would have made the finals again." And they probably could have, but like I just don't see anybody beating this Rockets team the first because they were, they just looked like they were on a mission. Yeah, like, and a lot of people don't realize the Bulls' weakness was at center. Mm-hmm. A lot of, they don't have a, a good center to like, to go, and like this was a back in the days. This was like a very center-driven league. So like you're gonna face the Shaqs, the Elijah Wands, the you know, the David Robinsons in the world, like there's a lot of great centers in the nineties and Elijah Wan was probably the top center in the league. So like for them to be able to stop him was a, it was just it wasn't gonna happen, I feel like that year. So I don't know. I I can go back and forth with people about this, but I truly believe Houston would have definitely won that first championship against the Bulls. Maybe not the second year, but the first year definitely. Yeah, and like, plus, you know, the Bulls weren't, didn't really face anybody defensively. Like, the, the Rockets had shooters. Like, they had, they had a squad. Like, they had Kenny Smith, they had Robert Ory. Robert Ory's won like eight championships. Like, this dude's clutch as hell. So, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like that. Yeah, I, I definitely see the Rockets beating them. And who knows if people look at Jordan any differently, you know. If he would have lost one, yeah. because the reason why he's such a goat right now is because he's six and zero in the in the finals, right. and you know he never lost. So I don't know. Like everyone has lost once at least in the finals. Kobe lost once. You know LeBron's lost a lot of times. Dirk even lost one. Duncan lost one. Like uh-huh. the only guy that really hasn't lost one is Michael Jordan, which is why I feel like a lot of people consider him the goat because he went there and did his business and and left with the with the championship. You know so. I don't know, but that, like I said, the Rockets were unstoppable that year, in my opinion. Um, but moving on, though, to that, though, uh, let me say I have it right here. But, like, as I was talking about the finals fatigue, um, those two years actually gave, I feel like those two years gave Jordan the three-peat that he got the second time mm-hmm. because he was mentally and, like, physically bad. Like, he may not have been at first, that first year, because I believe that first year he came back, they lost to the Magic, correct, in the playoffs? Yep. That was, like, his when he came back for half the season. Um, He may not have been physically back and, like, fit, but, like, mentally he was ready to come back. Like, he, he took two years off, you know, like, he he stepped away from the game, you know, he, he didn't go through that championship thing, because, like, when you go to a championship season, you only get, like, two months off because then you have to go right back at it for the preseason and stuff. And Jordan never, ever missed a game. So, you know, for I feel like that two-year layoff led him to the 3 P because if he would have just kept playing throughout, they he would have lost one eventually. And then if he would have lost one, this team would have been... I feel like that would have been Jerry Cross's excuse to, like, break the team apart if they ever lost one in the championship. Yeah, that's true. So. I can see that, yeah. I mean, like you said, the finals for team seen it with LeBron and it's happened in other sports not you know going to the championship 
you know, eight years in a row, but uh, some sort of variation like that, like the Patriots, like nine or eight straight AFC championships, you know, things like that. Like it, it drains the team at at a certain point, and you know, who knows? I, like you said, if he would have lost one, that would have been Jerry Krause's out to be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna break this up because we lost one, even though in hindsight they still three peated and they still would have been a good team. So. It's just really stupid to think that this team got broken up in 98. Like, I'm still, like, watching The Last Dance, I I didn't really, like, you know, as a kid growing up, I didn't really look into history like that. But, like, as we get older, you know, we find out what really happened. And The Last Dance just really emphasized and just, you know, hit the nail on the head. Like, Jerry Krause really got stubborn with Phil Jackson. I mean, I'm not saying it's all Jerry Krause's fault. And I'm not saying it's, you know, whatever. But... You know, this team, just a lot of Eagles got into play, and they should have went four-peat. They should have four-peated. That, that's all I'm going to say. They should have beat the Spurs, and then, you know, this team would be – it's already, you know, glorified and all that, but this team would be – it's untouchable. Jordan would be untouchable. There's no – there would be no LeBron debates. There would be nothing, but, you know, people like to throw those LeBron debates out there and things like that. And <laughs> I kind of want to talk about that later because I got a lot of shit to say about that. Cause, yeah. We could definitely touch on that later, but I do want to touch on that Phil Jackson point you're talking about. Like, it should blows my mind that Jerry Krause did not like, like he didn't want to do anything he could have to keep Phil Jackson because Phil Jackson was like he's. I would say if if not for Greg Popovich, he's the greatest coach of all time. Because the man went to LA after and like won three peat again yeah. with Kobe and Shaq. Like, yeah, he had Kobe and Shaq, but like. It's not hard to deal with. It's like it's not easy to deal with those personalities and with like that system and like that team, you know. So for Phil Jackson to go out there like five years later and have complete another three, that's an accomplishment in itself. And Jerry Krause looks stupid for doing that, for letting him go, because the Bulls could have rebuilt if they wanted to, but they could have rebuilt with Jordan and like more role players. I feel like Jackson was capable of finding more people that could fit his system and stuff. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know, but also. The three, the first three P, when he retired, that led to a chain of events that definitely I am like one hundred percent convinced that he that the second three P would not have happened because like okay so first in the Jordan documentary right now like, Ron Harper was with the Cavs he was like the, the best player when before Jordan like uh went on to win these championships and then when Jordan like, they spent the money on Ron Harper. So they put him next to Pippen while Jordan was gone for those two years. And then look what happens. Jordan comes back and Ronald Hopper becomes like this key guy into this like important piece of the puzzle for the team. You know, so he would have never came to the Chicago, in my opinion, if Jordan never left because he would have never been able to like either sign him or like ever thought about putting him next to Jordan and Pippen, in my opinion. True. Um, another one is Tony Kukoc. Like, yeah, I... People kind of like, well, some people make fun of him, but like, he was a, an important piece of the team too. And I don't think he would have ever like had the game, the playing time, and like ever found his mojo essentially if Jordan was like not gone for those two years. Because when Jordan was gone, Kukoc was like the second man up. Like it was Pippen and then Kukoc, and I feel like that gave him his confidence in the league. You know, he got his touches, he became confident. Like he was just taking on anybody. So I feel like him and Harper would have never been an important piece to that team if Jordan re never retired. And I don't even think they would have been there for that second three-peat if they even had it. 
if Jordan never retired. So a lot of not a lot of people taking into account like these little things that could have happened. But they're important. Like this this is a great team. Like Steve Kerr was in that team, you know, like I said, Ku Coach and Harper, Horace Grant, you know, he was with the Magic for a while. So I don't know. There's just a lot of little pieces that people don't recognize. You ever know Jordan Yeah, I mean I know you said the you know, the Bulls weakness was center. Like I'm just going back to that real quick because the little chain of events, like when Jordan came back, I think it was that '95 season. Horace Grant left. Like if if they didn't, if he didn't leave, like I don't know, man. Like Horace Grant was a huge part of this team. Like I feel like people under undervalue him. Like this dude was an ass kicker, and then once that all that shit happened with Jordan, and you know he called him a snitch and all that, like that kind of you know soured the waters and things like that. But like. I don't know, like, uh, I, I, get, I get what you're saying, though, like, if, Ron, if Jordan never leaves, like, who knows how good that team really is depth-wise, because, you know, cool coach comes, because, you know, Terry, Jerry Krause loves cool coach, and then Ron, they spend money on Ron Harper, so, yeah, I mean, I, I see what you're saying, like, that, that helped, that, that definitely helped him three-peat the second time, but, yeah, man, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm still adamant. They should have four people. So. And another thing is, I feel like, like you just said, Jerry Krause loved Cool Coach. And if Jordan would have never retired, like, I don't think Pippen would have been there after, like, the first two years, after, like, the 95 season, to be quite honest with you. Because he he had a very up-and-down relationship with Cool Coach, or with Krause, sorry, uh, mm-hmm. Pippen. So I feel like Krause would have, like, definitely found a way to trade him, especially with his value so high. Because Pippen was a big East in the 90s. Right. And it's just like today's NBA. Like, you see Kyrie got traded when he was with LeBron. Even though he wanted, they still traded him. You know, like, you see you see teams, and even now, trade, like, their second best player or even their best player at times because their value is just so high at the moment. And you know that you're going to rebuild soon, especially with Cross's mentality. Pippen would have definitely got traded to another team. Maybe the Lakers, I don't know. I can't tell you what team he would have been with, but I can 100% guarantee you, Crass would have only traded Pippen after that, like that 95 season. There was a trade. I, I, I don't remember what year it was, but there was a trade on the table. They were talking about it in the documentary, too, where he was supposed to be traded, I think, to Houston prior to actually going there. They were going to get a bunch of picks and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, definitely could have happened. You know, Jerry Cross was trying to find that out for years, and. I think those two years would have been perfect for him to actually try to do what he wanted to. Exactly. But he waited because he thought he still had a championship-level team. I think he wanted to prove everybody wrong that he could still win without Jordan, and obviously that wasn't the case. So, like, if he really wanted to rebuild sooner and, you know, that was really an issue for him to be to prove everybody wrong, he should have done it the year that Jordan retired and really That's true. people. That oh watch me build a watch me build another super team even though he when he had the chance he couldn't so yeah it's it just that's why it surprises me that like maybe not the first year he was gone but the second year he just didn't blow it up like after that first season with that Jordan it surprises me that like Kraus didn't say all right I'm done like I'm gonna build this the way I want to build it. like it just it's I don't know it blew my mind that he didn't do it like you said but mm-hmm. I I don't know this is crazy how like those two years everything. 
kind of came together for Jordan to come back for the three P. It almost that's why people are on this conspiracy because people probably feel like you know this was all just a setup for Jordan to come back. You know, because I guess like like I said, you, you could have just blew it up. You really honestly could have blew it up. But I wanted to ask you, um, do you think uh, Jordan would have still been there after the '95 season if he stayed and didn't leave the team? Uh, yeah, because I think Phil Jackson played a huge role in him, you know, wanting to stay there. He even said it like, "I'm not gonna play for any coach besides Phil Jackson." So, yeah, I think he still would have been there. I don't know. I don't. I don't see him ever leaving there. Like, even when he had the chance to leave '99, like you know, first Phil Jackson was was a key issue, but like nobody was gonna sign him. Like nobody wanted to sign him and even after that 95 season i feel like somebody could have but i still feel like he would have been you know adamant on i need phil jackson or i'm not going anywhere so wow i mean i think i even think phil jackson would have been gone and i think like like i said jerry coswell just blew everything up i feel like phil jackson like i feel like everybody would have just been gone and jordan would have just followed wherever phil went i honestly so like I don't know, it could have been like the he could have been with the Lakers, he could have been Jordan would have been with the Lakers or the Wizards, you know, somewhere. But I feel like somebody would have like definitely invested in him like and Jordan because the money's there. Yeah, I feel like he would have wanted to stay in the East just to see the Bulls, like whenever he he could <laughs> see him more in the East. You think he was that freaking uh, petty about it? Hell yeah, bro! This this dude made vendettas on people that he didn't even know. Like he would just be like, oh that. That motherfucker was talking shit. I right, I'm about to I'm about to drop fifty on his ass. Even though he even said he would just make vendettas out of nowhere just to motivate him. Like that's how fucking crazy he is. That's how crazy competitive he is. But uh, real quick on the Scottie Pippen, the the deal I was talking about was it was I was talking about the Supersonics. I was talking about they were gonna trade him for Sean Kemp. So that might that could have happened. That was you, okay, if if that would happen, who would who do you think? The Bulls would have won this trade, and they would have won more championships. Ooh, who was their power forward back then? Oh, Wait, Rodman. Was this? this this was a '94, so this was before Rodman. Yeah, definitely before Rodman. I think they still had Grant. Okay, I maybe I that's a that's a big team. Ah, that's a big team. If they have Horace Grant, Sean Kemp, and Jordan, like, jeez, that that'd be crazy. I don't, I don't, I don't know. 94, that would have been the Rocket season. Nah, I don't think so. Even with, I mean, even with the like Jordan coming back, I don't, I don't think they would have three-peated with Sean Kemp. I think Scottie Pippen was that important. I feel like the Supersonics would have won the championship because they made it yeah. on one of those three-peat years with Gary Payton. Yeah, so. him, and, him and the glove would have been crazy. Also, another one would have been a Pippen for Tracy McGrady in 97. I think about that one. So that one would have been uh, I don't know like as good as Tracy is now like we look at him but looking back at it I don't think they would have done anything because I I just think that's a Jerry Cross move to like place McGrady as the star after Jordan leaves I think he was just preparing for Jordan to leave yeah, that would have been good to rebuild off of McGrady but never happened so I mean that's true but like I don't think they would have won that last year with McGrady instead of Pippen. Yeah, that's true. So, I don't know. But, 
low-key, I feel like McGrady would have been one of the best players in the league. Like, I mean, he isn't. Like, looking at it today, he's one of the best players ever played. But I think he would have been top three. Because Jordan, I feel like, if he had the right mindset, Jordan would have, like, put him in the- Yeah, he would have taught him a lot. But- I mean, because, like, Kobe taught, Kobe taught McGrady. Mm-hmm. And McGrady would admit that, like, you know, like, Kobe, if, like, Kobe really taught me a lot about this game. And Kobe obviously learned from Jordan, but just imagine McGrady actually learned, like, taking the tips from Jordan himself. Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, it's just crazy to me, but, you know, that's that's an interesting point. That trade would have been crazy. This I feel like the Sonics would have won one, and Bulls would have probably never won one after that yeah. that trade. So, it was smart for Cross to not pull that trigger. Um, but... Here's one of my last points I want to talk about this before we get to the LeBron thing. Um, I think Jordan would have been the all-time leading scorer to this day if he didn't take those two years off. Yeah, definitely true. Because uh, how many points did he score, Curry? Like five points. Wait, what'd you say? Kind of cut out. How many points is he behind Cream? On all, like all time points? I don't know. I think he's fourth though overall now because the Brown pushed him down. But uh, I think he's fifth because it's Kareem, oh, Carl, yeah, Kobe, and LeBron. Okay. Uh, um. But yeah, I, I could see that. Like you know, if he didn't take yeah, his off, like he would have been. He was uh, six thousand off. Yeah, six thousand off. With those two years. He would have. I feel like he would have gone off, mm-hmm. especially like one of those two years where like the team's starting to like die down, and he needs to be the one that like scores all the points and stuff. Yeah, but so. he was doing that when he got drafted, anyway. So it's not like it's you know foreign territory for him. He would have been able to do that easily. Cause like look, at, I'm looking at the graph right now, and like Kareem has six thousand more points, but he played. Um, I would say. Yep. 10,000 more minutes. Yeah, you have to consider eras too. Like, nobody was guarding Kareem in the 80s and the 70s. Like, no, nobody could guard yeah. him. Like, he was, he was I don't think he was Danny easily. Guarding, yeah, yeah. It, was it was just easy money back then. Like, Jordan was going through the Bad Boy Pistons, the the Sonic. Like, he was just going through a bunch of defensive juggernauts in the 90s. Like, you can handshake, you can elbow, you can fight people. Like, like I don't know. It's just a different eras. I mean, like you said, he would have, with those. You know, two, three years that he took off for whatever reason, you know, we'll never know. But if he did, if he didn't, like, he he would have been either past that or close to it. He probably would have been second, if not first. But that's my, like, that's what I wanted to, that's what I wanted to transition to the LeBron thing is, like, do you think Jordan would have been considered the GOAT if he would have, like, possibly lost the championship, like, lost once in the finals, but, like, became the all-time leading scorer? I mean, I think right now he is anyway. I mean, I mean, if he did that, I know if he would have lost one, people would look at him a little differently. People would be like, well, he lost one. Like, that's always an argument for everybody to, like, throw at somebody that is in the GOAT conversation. Well, look at this person. Like, Joe Montana and Tom Brady. Well, Joe Montana is, like, what was he, 4-0 in Super Bowls? So that's always the argument. But I think regardless – Michael Jordan's the goat. Like, let's not let, let's stop playing this game where we think LeBron because he's an overall better player. Like, he's a better passer. Yeah, he's he might be a better. No, he's not a better defender. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. But uh, 
he might be a better passer and he can see the floor differently. He's a Magic Johnson. He's not a Michael Jordan. The only the, the closest player to Michael Jordan is Kobe Bryant. Like let's stop disrespecting. Let's stop like like that to say that LeBron is even in Michael Jordan's class. I'm sorry, that's not the case. Like it, for me, my my top players it goes Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. Like Kobe Bryant is the closest thing I've ever seen to Michael Jordan. And he just had that killer mentality. And LeBron doesn't have that. I'm sorry. Like he's he's Magic Johnson. He's not my, Michael Jordan. Like it's not even a comparison. That's what that's what, and that's what I want to talk about. Is like LeBron is great. Like I'm not gonna he take is, that. Yeah. Like he, he's I think he's top five. Um, possibly even the third behind like those two that you just mentioned. Because I agree with you. It's Jordan and Kobe. Mm-hmm. And then I would say LeBron. But the thing is like. A lot of people like to throw these stats at us, like, oh, LeBron is this, like, LeBron has more points now, LeBron has, like, more steals ever, like, yeah, he's, but he's played more games, and a lot of people don't realize that analytics doesn't always define a player, a player's, like, value or a player's greatness, like, analytics isn't working for Houston right now with the Rockets, with James Harden and stuff, they haven't won a ring yet, like, you can't throw numbers at people when it's been proven it doesn't always work, like, I don't know. Like, LeBron, he's great. He is a Magic Johnson, in my opinion. But you can you can just watch the games. Like, don't look at stats. Actually, just watch the games. Mm-hmm. LeBron, at times, does have a killer mentality, but you rarely see it. Like, I don't know. That's why he probably would have... If he had Jordan's mentality, he probably, I think, in my opinion, would have been 8-0. And he would have been the GOAT. He would have never probably lost the finals game or a final series ever if he had the same mentality as Michael had or Kobe had. I feel like anybody would have lost to the 2017 Warriors or the 2018 when he had nobody. Like I still feel like I feel like anybody would have lost that. So that's, a, that's I'll, I'll, I'll I'll throw that one out. That's an unfair like argument to even throw it. He's three and five. Like he's not three and six. He's three and five. Like he had nobody in that that year. even the the first Cavs year. Like he had Elgaskis. Like Elgaskis was the second best player in the team. Like I don't know. Like, I, 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 I understand. You know, LeBron has had tougher tasks at hand but he never takes over again like he he always looks for his scores to take over like i'm sick and and tired of people saying that he's like i understand he went off when they came back 3-1 he went off but Kyrie, to me is one of the main reasons they won that finals like he was averaging like 30 40 points a game like what can we like yeah he had them yeah, he was going off. He was taking over games. So can we like understand that, please? Like, I feel like people are just like, "Oh, look what LeBron did. He came back." Like, no, like Kyrie took over a lot of those games. Like game five, game six, he was going off, bro. Like, and and then Kyrie obviously hit the shot of all shots, in my opinion, better than the Ray Allen shot. But um, yeah, like like I said, a, a lot of times LeBron's getting bailed out, and Michael Jordan's not getting bailed out. Like. Yeah, he made the pass to Paxton, and he made the pass to, you know, Kerr, but, like, he's not getting bailed out, though. Like, those are shots that literally, if if they miss, we're talking about LeBron in a different light here. If, if Ray Allen does not make that shot, the Spurs are going back-to-back. If Kyrie doesn't make that shot, it could have went to overtime. Who knows? Like, that, that game was really a defensive yeah, like, battle, like, the last three yep. minutes. Nobody scored. So, it's like... I'll give you that one, but like, if Ray Allen misses that shot, we're talking about LeBron differently. If Kyrie misses that shot, who knows what would have happened? So, like, I don't know. Like, 
Michael Jordan is just a killer. He's an assassin, and I'm so sick of people like saying that LeBron's better than him because of this, this, and like, no, just, just look at you, just look at what your eyes are telling you. Like, this dude is is Magic Johnson. He's not Michael Jordan. It's not, it's not even nowhere close. Like, you watch Michael Jordan is Kobe Bryant, and that's it. Like. I don't know. I get it. It's, yeah. it's just like, oftentimes, you can see LeBron wants to get everybody involved. And and that's yeah, cool, like, you know, yeah, like, yeah. you want to make the the team feel needed and, like, wanted. But, like, there's just some times where, like, you just got to be like, look, I'm going to take over. I'm going to be the guy that's going to carry us over here. Like, but, like, you know, you guys just got to be, like, players understood that, though. Like, that's why the Bulls teams were so good, because, like, they were there when they knew needed, and they knew that, but, like, they understood that, hey, Jordan's going to be the guy that's going to carry us. He's going to take us over the leap, over the hump, you know, like. Right. And it's funny because today's, today's June 1st, and today is the anniversary of the game, the game one Jordan buzzer beater against the Jazz hmm. at home, which is funny to me. But, no, like, you don't see things like that from LeBron. Like, how often people talk about, too, like, his question is, like, oh, LeBron has made more game-winning buckets in the last six seconds of a game than Jordan. Like, yeah, but, like, Jordan has... How many times has LeBron ever, like, made a buzzer beater other than the famous one against the Magic? Like, you just don't see that. Jordan and Kobe continuously have made buzzer beaters throughout the years to win the, to win the game. And you don't see that from LeBron. You only see it, like, one or twice in his career. Right. Yeah, it's just but, they come through and when it matters most. And most of the times, you know, they're up huge on their, you know, against whoever they're playing because they got that killer mentality. And this is not like a LeBron smear podcast. Like, we respect him. He's he's the greatest player on this planet right now. But let's stop let's stop comparing him to the to the real goat. Like he's not he's not. Maybe he will get there if he wins a couple with the Lakers. Which I think this is his best year after that. I think AD's leaving after this. I, I don't know how you feel. About wow. That. Okay. I, I it's okay. just all the all the signs are pointing of him leaving. I I just feel like I don't I don't know where he's gonna go. I, I don't see him signing with Brooklyn. Like that's a rumor. Maybe the Heat. Maybe summer. I don't know. But I don't I don't see him staying honestly. So I mean, this is his best year. I don't care if. If they come back and you know, oh, there's an asterisk, but like he still, he still won it. Like let's let's stop. Like I understand what we're going through with the quarantine and all that, and the and the playoffs are gonna be super weird. Like I don't know if you saw, like they're they're thinking about like it's they're saying it's a four a foregone conclusion that the Pelicans are gonna be in the playoffs. So like <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna try to make it like a twenty twenty two seed like playoffs. Uh, I don't know how that's gonna work, but it's like a playing game, I think. They were trying to—I heard like World Cup stage kind of deal. Like they were trying to do that shit, like groups and stuff. But like, yeah, what the fuck, the NBA is trying to think that now. But, but like, I think this is LeBron's best year, and you know, I, I just don't feel like he'll ever get there. I, I don't think he'll ever surpass him. Like that, the three-one finals was great. That's gonna be—no one's ever done that, and that's. The peak of LeBron, like that—that's the peak of LeBron right there. Him, that like he led the team. I understand, but like Kyrie and him were. It's just like Jordan and Pippen, you know. Like, yeah. and people like let's talk about like oh, LeBron's the one that like like made Cleveland win this championship. Like, yeah, it was LeBron, but like he had Kyrie. Just like Jordan won those rings, but like we all know he had Pippen. You know, like we, he that was his Robin, and Kyrie was a really good Robin. He obviously went out there to try to be a Batman and. 
so far hasn't worked out, but <laughs> Kyrie was LeBron's Pippin. And we all see that. And we all some people just don't want to acknowledge that, which is crazy to me. Kyrie's a great player. I'm not saying he's as good as Pippin was back in his day, but he was an important piece to Jordan or to LeBron's team. So I I don't know. It just it's crazy to me how people look at stats and they tell me LeBron's better. And like yes, the numbers don't lie, but you know you're also forgetting a few other numbers. You know Jordan has played less games. He went to college for three years. LeBron went straight to high school or straight from high school, so he had a couple more years in him. You know, like I I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I just can't argue with people sometimes when when they talk about shit like this. But yeah, we see it all the time on Twitter, man. Like these dudes that are just LeBron stands. I like I said, this is not Smear and LeBron. We respect them, but let's stop let's stop kidding ourselves. This, this is the, Michael Jordan is the goal, and this is why we're doing an episode on him. And that's another good what if. Like like we can talk about this maybe later in the future. But if Kyrie never left, like oh, that's true. Like, that like that, that could have been something crazy i understand that they had the warriors on the other side which they lost 4-1 the first time and then Kyrie left after that but if they could have retooled and actually built a better team around them because you gotta you gotta remember like the the depth they had on that team after on that 2017 team it was like non-existent like del vadova left mozgov left and i understand these are players that a lot of people make fun of but like depth wise they're pretty good like they were a pretty good solid team in that 2016 finals, so once they That's lost, my point. That, like it was just Iman Shumpert and J.R. Smith defensively. Like, come on, like, they had Darren Williams. What do you mean? Yeah, Darren Williams. Stop it, the old man Darren Williams. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Darren Williams in that squad. I remember watching him in the game one of the NBA player. But no, you're right. They if they would have just kept Kyrie and LeBron. I mean, they didn't necessarily need a love. I think, in my opinion, they could have traded him for like pieces of that right. team but you know that's another conversation for another day we can definitely do a what if on that but yeah man i don't know my biggest thing out of this is jordan would have definitely probably lost one yeah for sure one championship and then that probably would have diminished his goat status but then i feel like he would have made it up becoming the leading scorer of all time so i don't know uh I, a lot of people can disagree or agree with this, but there's some just valid points that not a, not a lot of people are talking about or recognizing. And I'm starting to notice it with this Jordan documentary, which is kind of, kind of glad it came out. Right. So people can actually realize that like Jordan was the greatest player. He he ran the '90s. He was his biggest star ever in the world. So I don't know. I'm kind of sad I was alive for that time. Right. I mean, I was for like the last three people i was like two years old i remember shit <laughs> yeah it's like whether he was six and oh seven and oh seven and one six and one whatever like to me like you said even if he came closer to the scoring title or the all-time scoring leader he's still the goal like no matter how you slice it like i still think they would have three-peated i understand those two years helped them but and they a lot of things fell their way a lot of dominoes fell their way but like that, that '95 season was up for grabs for them. I think they could. I think they could have for anybody. Yeah, yeah, I think they could have shocked the the Rockets that year. But I'm not discrediting the Rockets. They they were a good team, and there's a reason well, they back to back. So the '95 season, the Rockets were a fifth or a sixth seed, I believe. I think, uh, and they made it, which is crazy to me. So like that just tells you how how open it was. Right. That 95 season, that a six seed won the, won the whole championship that year. Yeah, so 
the magic all they had was Shaq and Penny, so I mean That's the dude. Imagine if Shaq stayed. Do you yeah, think but, you think let me ask you this, do you think Jordan would have won a three P like let's say he did retire you know, he did retire and came back. Do you think if Shaq staying and like you know, maturing a little bit, becoming stronger, you think Penny and him would have beat Jordan at least one of those three years? Well they they did that ninety five year, but um that's a, that's a good question. I, 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 I think they would have been a tough challenge, like the Pistons were, and like the Knicks were. But I don't think they would have gotten in the way of of the goal and the task. I, I don't think they would have been that. It's because that team didn't really have much, you know. Like they had Nick, you know, they had um they Nick had, Anderson. Yeah, they had Nick Anderson. That's what it's called, Nick Collison. Or Horace Nick Grant. Anderson. They had Horace Grant, and they had a uh, Dennis Scott. Like he, they had a a three point sniper, but like. They didn't really have much. Like it was just Shaq and Penny, and if he would have stayed, who knows? But that's another what if. We'll talk about Shaq and Kobe later. But um. that's true. That's true. I don't know. I, I part of me tells me they would have beat the Bulls one of those years. Cause Shaq, if, if Shaq was Shaq, oh man, the yeah, Bulls are not going to stop him. Shaq against the yeah, that that would have been tough. Ah, it would have been seven games. I don't know. It's a toss up, but I still have Jordan prevailing in that. But it would have been close. It would have been very close that the second three-peat they did. So, 94-95, I feel like, in my opinion, one of the dark years of the 90s for the NBA. Because their golden boy was gone. And yep. I don't know. Jordan, if he stayed, man, I don't think he would have yeah, lasted think about that long. It, they didn't really have a face of the NBA at that time. Like, well, They tried to make Patrick Ewing the face during those two years. Yeah. That kind of didn't work. I mean, it kind of did, but it kind of didn't. And even when the Rockets won, I don't, I don't feel like people were giving Akeem Olajuwon the respect he deserves. I don't think they wanted to make him the face either. So it's like I feel like they didn't respect him because Jordan was gone. Yeah, everyone says, "Oh, yeah. we would have not won the ring." Yeah, that's always an argument, but you still, I still think they would have won one of those years. So I don't know, man. I'm kind of sad that I wasn't alive in the nineties because it seemed like. There was a lot of great matchups back then. Like I think in the like the Pacers Knicks, uh, like the Magic Bulls. Pacers Bulls was good too. So the Pacers Bulls, like man, I wish I was alive for that shit. I think I, the one I would have wanted to see in person would have been the uh, the Bulls and Pistons to go see one of those bad boy Piston games. Like that would have been crazy because those those were like legit bar fights, like as, as basketball disguised as basketball games. Like those were intense and i wish we would have been able to see those like like you said we're like two three years old we didn't know what the fuck was going on so yeah i didn't know shit like i remember my brother was a huge jordan fan because he's like obviously like eight years older than me so he was like a little kid but he remembers just still watching jordan and when i started when i grew up watching kobe because i was like uh five years old when i when the jordan and kobe thing started like in their Mm -hmm. 3p i was like eight years old so after that 3p I just grew up in LA watching Kobe and Shaq, and like that was my Jordan. And my brother always tells me this to this day. He's like, "Yeah, like that's your Jordan." Like I was alive to see Jordan, and he loved Kobe, but you know Jordan's obviously his guy and stuff. But I wish I was just alive to see Jordan play the way you know he's he was playing and stuff. But I just wish I was alive for the '90s. Like I said, hmm. it's crazy times, man. Crazy times in those days. Yeah, man. I'm so I'm so pissed. Like, did did you see Kobe live? Did you ever get a chance to see him in person? Kobe? Yeah. 
Yeah, I saw him on his on his like his last year when he announced his retirement. Mm. Um, I that was last year. That was the only time I saw him ever in life. Cause I mean, <laughs> they, I mean, Lincoln tickets are expensive, and I'm not gonna fucking lie either. No joke. But I did go to last year. I flew to LA. I saw him play the Bulls. It was when Gasol was still there. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm so, so I hugged it out. I'm so jealous, oh. bro. Like you know, my mom got to see Jordan in person. Like she was, she wasn't, she didn't really pay attention to basketball, but she got to go to a fucking Bulls game when Jordan was playing. I was like, damn, bro. And then Christy and you went to go see Kobe. I never got a chance to see any of these dudes. I haven't even seen LeBron in person yet. So it's like, yeah, I haven't seen LeBron either. So I kind of want to, yeah. but I don't know. just to see it. You know, just to, yeah. just to say that it's because a lot of people don't like realize like these players are gonna be gone, and we're just, it's not gonna be the same. We're gonna be reliving their memories, yep. which is why I'm enjoying like LeBron right now. Like, yeah, like I don't this I don't think he's the greatest player, but I think he he's a once in the he's like a once in a generation talent. And yeah, I don't like that people are saying Durant and everybody else like Durant and them are not better than him. Like, please put Durant in a neutral. And a neutral team with not that much talent around him, and let's see if he can be LeBron. Obviously, he didn't. LeBron beat him, but with Wade in them. But I would love to see that 2016 Cavs team against KD, the Brooklyn Nets right now. Like, obviously, that couldn't happen because Kyrie's there. But you know, something like that. Like, Kevin Durant is not better than LeBron. He might be a better scorer, but overall player, no way. Like, LeBron's the greatest player in the league right now. Stop it. Giannis is good, but. LeBron is untouchable I, right now. I think it's LeBron, Giannis, and then KD. But I think Giannis is like right there. He's close. He's close. If KD, if KD, if Giannis gets a, a shot, oh man, it's over. <laughs> it's over. The torch is getting the torch is getting passed to him next. Cause yeah, I just feel like Giannis. Is, Giannis is up there. He's just I don't know. I think he's just he still needs to learn how to win. Mm-hmm. Every every superstar goes through it. Jordan went through it with the bad boy Pistons. Like yeah. KD went through it with the Thunder going against the Heatles. You know, like I don't know. Kobe really went through it actually against the Spurs before he went through the three peat. Spurs were fucking demolishing them. They swept them, I believe, the first year, the year before they started their three peat. So Spurs, and then they lost to the Jazz one of the years they went to go play the Bulls in the finals. So that's uh, true. Then yeah, I remember he airballed. So like every superstar goes through it. Just Giannis is starting his, and it's just gonna come down to how he handles it. Yeah, and just get him some help, please. Like he doesn't have help. Like, I'm sorry. This, no. this team that's built around him doesn't come through. Like they, nobody's gonna help him win on this team right now. That's a, we've talked about this. I don't need to get back into this, but. <laughs> Like, yeah, it just depends. Like I said, if Giannis gets a shot, it's a wrap. Like, it's a wrap. It's going to be Giannis's league for the next 10, 15 years once LeBron leaves. So, Yeah, it's true. It's going to be his league. It's just gonna, it's just a matter of time. It's going to come. Giannis going to be league. But um, I want to ask you one more thing, though, before we close this out. Do you think that year, the last year, Jordan's, uh, was it 97 team? Or is it ni- do they consider 97 or 98? His last championship ring. That team. 98. They consider it 98. Yeah. But... Do you think that team is the greatest of all time? Uh, I think the... the What team was it? Hold on. Was it the 96 team that they won 72 wins? Yeah, but the, I feel like there's a lot of facts. Like the Sonics were not going to beat them. Like they, just, they beat themselves. Like They were up 3-1. And the 
or I think it was three zero or three one, and the, the Bulls got lazy, and you know they took care of business eventually. But I don't know. Like I, I think the ninety three Bulls are honestly one of the best. The the year they beat the Suns, they were unstoppable that year. The year they beat the Suns, like they nobody was touching them that year. But I, I think ninety. 97, 98, there that's a good conversation as well, but I like the ninety three Bulls. That's my favorite Bulls team. Wow. With uh I'm looking at the roster right now. BJ Armstrong, Bill Cartwright, Howard Grant. Yeah. Oh yeah, John Paxton. Oh wow. Like I like that team. That was a that was a gritty team, so I don't know. I like ninety team just simply because of Rodman, dude. Like Rodman brings a lot of energy to this squad. Man, Rodman fucked up, bro. If he just took that shit a little more seriously, he wouldn't have been out the league so quick. After the, I mean, the true. Wins. True, true. But I don't know. They got their players, man. Ooh. So you think the 93 team could beat the 98 team? Uh, I, I'm not saying they could, but I, I just like that Bulls team better than 93 one. That's my favorite. Okay. But okay. Yeah, I, 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 I could see your point with '98 being the best Bulls team of all time, or the best team of all time, whatever. But um, I like '93. So. But if okay, so you like '93? Then let me ask: Is can they beat the Warriors with KD? Uh, who can beat that team? That's true. I agree. I don't know why I asked that. No, that's, I mean it's a good question. It's just I'm like honestly, like who can beat that team? Like. Uh, uh, to, to go toe for toe with them, like it's so many, it's just so much uh, art, art artillery. Like the, the three point shooting on that squad was insane, and the defense. You know, Draymond and Iguodala and Livingston, like KD too. KD's no chump on defense either. So, and obviously Clay Thompson. So, I don't know. I think the Lakers could have beat them. Honestly, the Lakers had a good team in the two thousands. That would have yeah, been a good challenge. Yeah, I like to underestimate this. The Kobe Shaq three P era. If Shaq Shaq against Draymond, get the fuck out of here. Draymond is a little baby compared to Shaq. Shaq would have beat the shit out of them. So I think that'll be Dude, like people like go back people need like people listening to this need to go back and watch like the two thousand one Lakers or the two thousand two two thousand Lakers. Like yeah, I forgot that man Shaq was what, a fucking beast. What year was it that they only lost like one game in the playoffs? Was that the two thousand one? Yeah, that was the best fucking Lakers team. That 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 team I think could have beat the Warriors, honestly. Just off Shaq like, and Kobe alone, yeah, that that team could have beat them. I mean, it's true because like the Warriors had what the Bull, the Bull, Warriors' weakness was like the Bulls' weakness is they had no center. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you were playing against like the Warriors, just lucky that like this league is kind of shifted to like. Like, small no centers. Yeah. yeah, small ball, which is kind of their strength. But, like, if they were to play in the 90s against, like, Elijah Wan or, like, Young Shaq or David Robinson or even a Patrick Ewing dude, I don't know. I feel like these teams would give them a fight, in my opinion. But, like, yeah, yeah you said Kobe and Shaq? Oh, dude. Shaq, Shaq was a monster. I've been looking at highlights recently. Like, I've been following, like, the team. Like, I've been watching, like, playoff games, like, like when they played Suns against Penny Hardaway and Jason Kidd, I was watching that game the other day. I was watching them against the Kings. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, Shaq was just a monster. Like that man was huge. Like you, it looked like he was out of shape. It looked like he was out of shape and fat, but nah, this dude was just straight muscle and like he was running. He was not getting that tired. I was like, holy shit! Ain't nobody stopping this fool. This is like three hundred and fifty hundred thousand pounds that is coming at you, dude. Like, yeah, stopping. 
Yeah, man. Uh, Lakers, Warriors, Bulls. That would have been a good matchup too. All the the best, the height of those teams, like mano a mano. That would have been crazy. So, yeah, bro. I think we'll wrap it up there. I don't know if you want to say anything else. Nah, man. Just this Jordan documentary. If y'all haven't seen it, the last dance is good. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not even finished with it, but so far from what I've seen, yeah, same. It's, it's good. It's it's a good documentary to watch, guys. Um, especially if you're a huge fan of basketball, you know Jordan's one of, at least one of the top players ever in this world, so or ever ever in the history of the NBA. So you got to see this guy. And plus, if I mean we're not watching any other sports, so you might as well watch it. So true, true. Uh, one more thing. Did you see that LeBron and Tom Brady and Alex Morgan have a documentary coming out on Apple? <laughs> I just think that's funny, like the timing because of Jordan, like the LeBron and Tom Brady and Alex Morgan. LeBron, Tom Brady, and Alex Morgan, the greatness code or something like that. Some something like that, talking about how they're great and stuff, like what makes them so great. So I don't know when that's coming out, but. I just think that's funny, like the timing of when I, when they announced it, it was like right after the last dance uh, finished. So <laughs> I don't know. We'll see how that turns out. The greatness code. I just saw that. Holy shit! Yeah. I don't know about this. Why are they playing so petty to each other, bro? Like apparently Jordan released this because LeBron won after, or he yeah. just <laughs> the Cavs beating them three one after the three one. I'm like, what I don't know, like, I, I did, like, my level of respect when LeBron won that, that, that year when he won that, it, like, doubled, yeah, like, I was, okay, sure. like, LeBron, LeBron's, like, yeah, he, he's getting there in that go conversation, but I didn't think he would it, you know, so, yeah. I don't know, it's funny, it's funny to me, that player just being this, <laughs> I just see more LeBron, like, like, yeah, I mean, Tom Brady, too, like, people compare him to Jordan because of the six rings, but... I just think that's funny that the doc literally got announced like I think a week or two, like a week, couple of days or a week after the last dance finished. So, yeah, get ready for the Greatness Code podcast episode whenever that premieres. We'll give you the that's rundown. Very funny. <laughs> that's very funny. Hey, but speaking of goats, let me ask you. This just popped in my head. Who is your? Okay, so you said Jordan's your basketball goat. Who's your football goat? Tom Brady. Come on. You think Tom Brady's the goat and for football? Yeah. I know people are going to be like, well, Joe Montana went undefeated. And da, da, da. Tom Brady has all the records in the postseason because he lived in the postseason. And I already know my boy Tim, if he's listening, which I, I'm i pretty sure he is. That boy's already hating on me because he thinks Peyton Manning's better than Tom Brady, which get hey, the this, fuck this is what I, that's out of here. What I'm about to fucking tell you, dude. I don't know. I would pipe up Peyton Manning in that conversation. Get I got you, Tim. What the fuck, bro? Out of here! No fucking way, bro. Tom Brady has had Belichick his whole career. If Tom Brady wins with Tampa Bay, then I will put him as the goat. Who's your goat right now, then? Montana? I think Montana, then Manning and Brady, like right there. And I probably say Manning just a little bit, just because Manning won. Just because Manning won in Colt with the Colts and with the Broncos. He won with two different teams with two different head coaches. The one argument I hate is that, oh, well, Tom Brady had Randy Moss and Wes Walker and Gronk. Like, did, did, did y'all forget that Peyton Manning has three Hall of Famers on his offense when he was in Indianapolis? Come on, bro. Adrian James, Marvin I'm, Harrison, I'm and just... Reggie Wayne's a future Hall of Fame. Like, bro, I understand Tom Brady's had Bill Belichick. I mean, is that his fucking fault? Like, he got drafted there. Like, 
This boy is like I, I don't even I I can pull up the record, but he's like fucking twenty and something in the postseason. No one's no one's even close to that. I'm just saying, like he's gonna be successful with Belichick, of course. Like put Manning in there, Manning will probably win same as Man- same amount as Brady. Like put Aaron Rodgers with Belichick. Like I don't know, like I understand that, but I just think Tom Brady leading a team, leading a team like this. Some of these teams had no business going to the Super Bowl. The fucking 2011 team when they went to the when they lost to the Giants the second time. The 2018 one. I understand the defense was great, but they still beat the Chiefs in overtime. Like, I don't know. Like, a lot of these teams had no business being in the in any sort of Super Bowl, and they did because of him. Like, I don't know if he's gonna how far he's gonna take this Tampa Bay team, but I just think he's the go. I don't know. I, I'm I just saying, man. I'm just saying, Peyton Manning. What made me think he's the best when he won in Denver? He's the greatest regular season quarterback of all time. I'll give him that, but. Besides that, when he uh, went in Denver, it just changed my, like, I was like, ah, okay, you know, like, this dude really won one here. But can we say, he to see it can, can we say he, that defense won it, stop it. That, no, uh, that's true. that boy was a skeleton at the end of the season. A skeleton. I'm surprised we didn't have this argument last episode. Like, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> we're that's true. Football, but that's, we already know, that's my stance. I think Tom Brady's the GOAT. And eh, we'll see. But and I, I mean, we can both MJ's yeah, the goat. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think he's he's the all sports goat. I, I don't, I know. Tom, yeah, I I know Tom Brady. He's he's done a lot of good shit in his career, but Michael Jordan is just next next level. So I don't know. Tom Brady looked good in golfing the other day. <laughs> just that one shot. Did you watch the whole thing? <laughs> <laughs> the boy was shanking him. He, Fucking Charles Barkley was roasting you. If you Charles Barkley's roasting you, you know you're doing something wrong in golf. Charles Barkley was everybody, bro. Come on, now he was that's Jordan true. too. Man. Back in the day. <laughs> that's true, but all right. But yeah, that's it. That's it, y'all. Who knows what we're gonna talk about next? But thank y'all for tuning in. And yeah, we're gonna be bringing this shit to you every week. And what were we gonna say? I actually know what we're talking about next, but you no, know, I do too. But you know, it, it can change. You know, who knows? That's true. That's true. You're right. But yeah, next week, guys, like Charles said, you know, my boy out here just said it. Uh, next week, every week, guys, tune in. Um, interesting conversations we have. It's the shit we, everybody hears every day, but it's kind of more interesting the way we talk about it because not, not a lot of people think about these little points that we bring up. But it's fun, guys. Thank you all for listening. Uh, don't forget to follow us for on YouTube. Hey, and make sure to follow Julian on all his social medias and mine on all my social medias. Peace. Thank you guys.